0: Miami Hurricanes are getting a visit today from a defensive lineman. More opportunities here, but even if the Hurricanes don't strike it big on the D-line in this transfer portal, can we find answers from within? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to AllHurricanes.com. Thank you so much to the Everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We got a treat for the Everydayers or for those who just stumbled in here today because we have the man, the myth, the legend Larry Bluestein, with us. (laughs) Uh, And just to take people behind the curtain, every time I'm running through with Blue, the list of players I want to talk about, no matter who they are or where they from, he's seen everybody play. Blue, do you sleep?
1: Uh, <laughs> not not really. I mean, it, it's funny that you mentioned that. I don't, uh, not a big sleeper. Because you know what the crazy thing is is all these years, I, you know, I try to find out why, and then what I do is I'm always thinking. And then when you're thinking about players or, hey, I got to watch this guy on film, you know, Florida State or Miami, you're talking about this kid. Let me go watch him. So when somebody like yourself asks me, at least I'll be informed and I just don't have to start, you know, putting out the, oh, he's good, you know, but tell you why he's good. And right. uh, yeah, no, but to answer your question in the roundabout way, no, I don't sleep a, very,
0: a whole lot. So uh, Miami is still kind of in limbo with uh, Keevy Rose from Louisiana Tech, who's been on a visit with Arkansas. We'll see how that goes. As we've covered here on Locked on Canes, Miami missed out on Tywon Malone, who has taken his talents to Columbus, Ohio. But the Hurricanes are getting a visit today from Anthony Campbell from Louisiana Monroe. He's played uh, both interior and on the edge at Louisiana Monroe. And he's blue – Size wise, this is a very unique player because he's six foot seven, six foot seven, about 283 pounds. I'm sure Miami wants to use him in the interior because they have edge rushers just oozing uh, through that Miami roster. Um, And if I look at Anthony Campbell's stats at Louisiana Monroe, I've been told he's underrated. I'll see if blue echoes those sentiments. But last season, 13 total tackles, three and a half TFL had a sack last year. Uh, So, Blue, this is a player in the transfer portal from Louisiana Monroe, Anthony Campbell, who's visiting Miami today. What can you tell us, and do you think this guy's the real deal?
1: Well, first of all, I saw him four years ago uh, at a camp at University of South Florida, the big man camp, and kind of looked at him because of his size at the time probably six, four and a half, six, five uh, at the time. And, uh, comes from Bartow high school, which is outside of Lakeland, just to the South of Lakeland. And, you know, the, the one thing that I like about him, he's got long arms. Uh, he's, he's getting stronger all the time. He's a, uh, he's a uh, type of young man who's going to l- listen and learn. And, uh, he's like a sponge, a uh, very, very intelligent guy. Um, yeah, he's an asset definitely. And, you know, uh, watching him the last couple of years and then going back on some film and, and seeing his, uh, you know, the improvement. And that's the one thing that I like about him the most. Yeah. He's six, seven and he's two sixty five, but there's a lot of guys like that, that don't, you know, that don't elevate their play, but uh, definitely Anthony, somebody who does. And uh, you know, you talk to any of the coaches that have been around him, not just at the collegiate level, but high school wise, and they all have glowing things to say. Richard Tate, his former head coach at Bartow
0: High School, uh, being one of those. So, you know, as Miami has, uh, they, they've they struggled a little bit landing defensive tackle targets. You know, the, the fan base melts down a little bit, you know, when you miss out a guy like, uh, when you miss out on a guy like Tywon Malone, you see some negativity on social media. So, I, Blue, this is something I brought up yesterday, and I want your take on it. How many of the answers are already on the roster? Because, I mean, you look at Leonard Taylor is being projected as a 14th overall pick for next year by Todd Mache. Todd McShea. So, you know, he's got to play up to that potential, but you've got a really talented defensive tackle anchoring that line already. And then you look at... Other guys like Jared Harrison Hunt, who might be penciled into the other starting spot. And some of the young players, Blue, like Ahmad Moten, Uh, he had a really good spring. I'm wondering if he can kind of explode and put himself on the map this year. And then an X-Factor like Joshua Horton, who's coming in as a true freshman this season out of Langston Hughes in Georgia. Do you think Miami's defensive tackle rotation might be in better shape already than some fans are led to believe?
1: Yeah, just an experience factor, and and you brought up a couple of the players like um, Jared Harrison Hunt. I mean, he he's a guy that showed glimpses of what he's all about, and certainly, you know, when you have a as we mentioned, a Leonard Taylor, and you know, a guy has an opportunity, uh, Thomas Gore down the line, or Branson Dean, or uh, players like that. I think that they're they're in pretty good shape, and to, to answer your question about Moten, and I've had an opportunity to watch him kind of grow, uh, you know, when he was at Piper High School in Sunrise for two years, then moved over to Cardinal Gibbons. And, you know, what the thing is, he got bigger and bigger. You know, he's he's a strong guy. I think he had a really good spring. Uh, They like them a lot, and um, I think that they're comfortable with what they have. I mean, sure, you'd like to add more bodies, but I think that, you know, they go into, you know, to the summer with the idea, and as you mentioned, guys like Horton, and, you know, you don't know. I mean, you could say, well, this guy's going to develop into this or that. You don't know, but nobody knows about anything, and I think the potential's there if these guys come up and play, you know, two – their potential or what Miami thought, uh, they've got some guys on board, you know, I mean, you like, like I said, you like to add another one, but, uh, certainly I think they have to be kind of, you know, pleased with, you know, the athleticism and the, and, and the potential that they have. And, uh, remember the one thing that Mario Cristobal said when he came aboard is, uh, you know, the problem's never going to be with these kids getting elevated to their, you know, their potential. And, uh, that that's exciting. So you you have a better chance now of watching the you know guys like the Motons and and, and some of the younger players uh, you know reaching that potential because of the coaching that's on board.
0: Yeah. And you've got some players that prefer playing on the edge, but are, are capable of moving inside. Like Akeem Mezador has done that in his career. He was used inside a lot at West Virginia. And uh, I'm kind of wondering about Reuben Bain, Blue, because he's he's got enough yeah. size. I think he could he could hold up probably anywhere on that defensive line. Do you think we could see players like that being used maybe all over the line?
1: Yeah, most definitely. And here's the, the character of of somebody like Bain. You know, I mean, here he is. It's pretty much his off time. <laughs> he was back working out with Miami Central. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, awesome. that's crazy. You know, I mean, but that's a guy who's who's, you know, is going to be one of those three year guys and then boom into the NFL. And I think you're right. I think he's a, a plug and play guy anywhere you put him. I mean, he's he's you know, I mean, he reminds me a lot. Uh, When he played of Warren Sapp, because I remember that they had a whole Warren Sapp out of practice by the time he was a junior because he dominated so much. And and I think that you're going to find that. And you saw glimpses in the spring game with three sacks and, you know, his ability to play. But, yeah, I think they're in pretty good hands. And then he is one of those guys, as you as you pointed out. That you could probably put anywhere. I mean, he's athletic enough. He's fast enough. Uh, you know, he's getting bigger all the time. I mean, you know, from the time that he graduated from high school to our uh, le- left high school till now is crazy. He hadn't even really graduated from high school yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're only getting started here with the man, the myth, the legend, Larry Bluestein, because Miami's getting an unofficial visit from my favorite tight end in the class. Caleb Odom is going to be back on campus this weekend. And there's a graduate transfer safety who seems to follow Lance Gidry wherever he goes, and he's in the transfer portal. So could there be a, a reunion there with Andre Sam and Lance Gidry at Miami? We'll talk about that and more. We're only getting started here with Larry Bluestein on Locked on Canes. If you're looking for a delicious snack, my friends, but you don't want all the sugar and calories, you need the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me, you want to make healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise taste. I've got just the thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. They taste so amazing that you're not going to think they're good for you. you got to try this. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream getting hungry just thinking about it i'm not sure how built does it but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining incredible macros what's even better is yeah they're healthy only 130 calories just four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait to get a box for years we've been talking about ordering built bars at built.com and now you can also get them at your local walmart or sam's club while you can still get your specialty flavors at built.com with our promo code locked on 15 for 15% off. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of built bars. If you're close to a Sam's club, run in and grab a 13 bar box and you can thank me later because I love me some built bars. Thank you so much for making locked on canes. Your first listen. And if you want to take your everyday status to the next level, you can become a VIP by joining our exclusive subtext, SMS community. I send you guys text messages, 5, 10 per day, plus one-on-ones right to your phone on our subtext community. We add a lot of extra value there, guys. It's like kind of keeping the show going 24-7. So if you want to start your free trial, 14 days completely free, uh, you can click the link in the show description below. Uh, and then if you do want to opt in after 14 days, $4.99 a month, we never ask for donations on the show or anything like that. Uh, this is a way to get some extra value in return. If you want to join our exclusive subtext community, Larry Bluestein, South Florida high school sports show on 560 WQAM is with us. Uh, so blue, let's talk about big tight end. Well, tall, I mean, he's uh, you know, he could probably add a little bit of that girth, uh, but, uh, Caleb Odom, I had a chance to meet him back in April, the first time he was on campus at Miami, uh, four-star tight end out of Carrollton, Georgia. Uh, they use him a lot there as a, as a jumbo wide receiver. He's really athletic, really good hands, uh, very, very tall, and Miami really likes this guy. Uh, what have you seen from watching him, and, and do you feel like, as I do, that at least for right now Miami seems to be the favorite in his recruitment?
1: Yeah, it looks like that they are. And he's this is a kid that, you know, I was talking to some people that, uh, you know, had covered him in the Georgia area. And and they said the one thing is, is he's he's learning more and more how to block. And, you know, that's when you look at it now, the specialty, it's not one of these things. Now, people aren't just taking the receivers or the tight ends who can catch. They need guys who are versatile to save roster spaces. And if you look at the NFL level, when uh, let's take the Miami Dolphins, for example, when they took the tight ends that year, they took Gusecki, who was a receiver, and they took Duren Smythe, who was more of a, a blocking guy. So now they're looking for combination people like that. You know, here's a guy who uh, probably is going to be a, a major weapon wherever he ends up. And, uh, you know, he's got, you know, it's not like he's got Miami and then, you know, like other schools, he's got Colorado on him. Uh, you know, the old Miss was been on him, Tennessee, Alabama. Um, I like him. I like him, and and all he does is just add more to what I think potentially is a tight end room that over maybe the next year or two could be as good as you're going to get.
0: And and does the tight end room being so loaded with guys who are are very talented pass catchers does that maybe take a little bit of pressure off the wide receiver room blue? Cause people, one of the most common comments that I get on our YouTube channel and on Twitter is, cause we talk about how oh, Miami trying to land this receiver, that receiver in the transfer portal. And then people keep asking me, well, well, why don't we use uh, Jaleel Skinner more in the passing game? Cause a, a guy like that can be a weapon and maybe take some pressure off your receiver rotation.
1: Well, that, you know, that's a great point. I mean, Jaleel has shown, I mean, he's uh, that he he's, is a receiver with a tight end mentality. I mean, he, he's got some speed on him, he's got really good hands. Um, I think what Miami's trying to establish, and I, you know, and I think that I, you know, I was just pointing that out is that they want their tight ends to be versatile, they want them to, you know, be able to get upfield a little bit, pair themselves with, you know, a safety. Uh, but at the same time, if they stay in and they're the running game you know, is starting to click. They, they want them to learn how to block and, and that's essential because they're doing it. Yeah. For right now, but they're also doing it for the sale at the next level. Because like I said, roster spots in the NFL are very valuable. And if you could save one uh, by having a, a tight end that not just specializes in catching the ball, but does both, and I think that's where, you know, that's where you're at advantage. And I think that the more you work on your uh, blocking as a, a tight end, the further you're going to go and and, uh, and the more opportunities you're going to have. And I think that's where Miami's at. I mean, the, you look at all the guys that are on the roster now, uh, guys with uh, uh, type of players that, you know, have the athletic ability, the incoming uh, freshman class uh, with with those three tight end you know, prospects, uh, you look at what's, you know, with Mamorelli, and then obviously some of the uh, guys who, you know, have had, you know, the one thing is, is you look at most of the, the tight ends in the room, none of them have experience. Right. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, they, a couple of them have been there, but none Ex- of them except really for have
0: been uh, there. McCormick has been playing college it, well, football since, <laughs> he, since the leather helmet days. He's been around
1: despite, despite him, uh, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. I was, somebody was asking me, what do you think of him? I go, oh, I went to school with him. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you look at him and and obviously, um, but to answer your question, I think, you know, that's where they're going to go to uh, because of the fact that they're still looking for that receiver. You know, in the spring, uh, Kobe Young and Jaco- uh, uh, Jacoby George stepped up. You know, they did, but they haven't done it in the, in the regular season. So what you do in the off
0: season and what you do in the regular season are two very, very dramatic different things. We're here with Larry Bluestein, South Florida High School Sports uh, Radio Show on 560 WQAM. And he's seen basically everyone play. I want to ask him uh, about a a very experienced safety who could be on Miami's radar, who's in the transfer portal. Remember, grad transfers can enter later. The rules about these deadlines don't apply to them the same way that it applies to the undergraduate guys. And a couple of IMG Academy players who are going to be visiting Miami in June. I want to get Blue's take on them. So keep it locked right here to locked on canes thank you so much for making locked on canes your first listen today and to the everydayers You know, we're going to have a loaded show with recruiting talk coming up tomorrow as well on Friday. So we're here six days, sometimes seven days a week, sometimes multiple times per day on Locked on Canes. And if you're an everydayer, let us know in the comments. Let us know in the YouTube comments. Let us know on Twitter at Locked on Canes. And if you follow us at Locked on Canes, we will follow you back. Let us know if you're an everydayer and we'll start to shout you guys out on that as well soon. Uh, But Larry Bluestein is with us. Blue. Uh, you know another player that has to go on the radar now, and this this could be kind of appropriate because I you know I, I think Miami could use another safety in that rotation. Uh, graduate transfer Andre Sam, who is he's a Lance Gidry guy. He played with Gidry uh, under Gidry at Marshall, transferred to Tulane presumably because of Gidry, and then Gidry left Tulane from Miami, and now Sam is uh, he's in the transfer portal now, and so you've got to think Miami is a possible, if not probable, destination there. Blue, I like the idea of adding somebody who's got a lot of experience playing under Miami's defensive coordinator at the position that that defensive coordinator specializes in because he's a safety coach by trade, spends a lot of time with that group. So the possibility of adding a player like this who uh, can really probably help uh, his teammates transition into this new defense. I love the idea.
1: Yeah. Oh. well, Why not? I mean, he's six one one eighty. A guy who's played some high level football in the past. I mean, he's rangy guy. He'll hit you a little bit. He's got good cover skills. You know, he's kind of loose in the hips, so which kind of helps out. But his ability to kind of separate the receiver or or you know the, the the pass catcher from the ball is something that he's already made a trademark of. You know, I talked to a couple of people at Marshall who just loved his intensity to the game. Uh, what he brought, and you make a great point because having him uh, would be such a a plus for for Coach Gidry because he already knows that he has somebody who could probably help some of the younger guys. You know, if they, you know, we already have Cam Kitchens who could probably help anybody in the country. Yeah. But you got a guy, and and came, but Cam's still learning the 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 uh, the new terminologies, the new philosophies of the defense where here Andre kind of comes in, you know, ready to go, you know, I mean, you just take the wrapping off of him and he's ready to go. He knows what uh, coach Guidry expects. He knows, you know, the, you know, what's what this defense is all about. And yeah, I certainly think, and I, I believe, you know, he's going to be an asset. And I think he's, he's one of those guys that will end up at Miami. I, you know, you, you don't leave a situation like Tulane, which, is in his home uh, state uh, if you didn't think that going somewhere else would further you and, you know, be an advantage to you. So yeah, I think Andre is going to fit in really well. Miami needs that depth and they need some frontline players to make plays. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't think any jobs other than, Cam Kenshin's, maybe Williams are kind of one right now because you still have players that that, that are vying for that, that, uh, you know, rotation. And uh, certainly Andre can come in there with like you said, with his experiences, you know, he's uh, 20, what, two. So, you know, he's, he's had an opportunity to learn a lot of things.
0: So I want to talk about a couple of uh, IMG Academy standouts who are going to be visiting. Second weekend of June, uh, this duo is going to be coming in. Now, uh, one of them is uh, five-star Georgia commit Ellis Robinson, cornerback. So you have to wonder, uh, you know, is he going to get a call from Deion Sanders on National Signing <laughs> Day next year? So yeah, you have to also wait on that situation. But he's committed to Georgia right now, but he's kept his recruitment open. He's allowing – he. I think his quote was – He's letting other programs shoot their shot just to you know to see if they can move him uh, off of the, the Georgia radar. And then uh, four-star running back Jarrett Gibson is going to be visiting Miami that weekend as well. Now, neither of these players are trending to the U right now, obviously not Robinson. And I believe Gibson is considered to be a Texas lean if you go by the recruiting sites. But what can you tell me about these players, Gibson and Robinson, and where Miami might stand with them?
1: well you picked out two guys that are in my top 5 in the state wow. uh Ellis Robinson uh, at 6 foot 175 180 is i think uh, the top corner uh, maybe just a slightly ahead of his teammate Char- our uh, former teammate Charles Lester who's at Sarah- Sarasota Riverview right now um and I think Jared Gibson will probably go in as the number one running back uh, you know, in the class. I mean, is it, the kid is really good. I saw him last year uh, during his junior year. I mean, this is a guy that is quick. He's about 5'10", 195. Uh, when we did a camp over at IMG, I had an opportunity to talk to him a little bit. Great young man. I mean, you know, it just shows you the talent you know, that IMG has with David Stone, who I think is just one of the best in the nation and one of the best that's come out, you know, overall, and, you know, having guys like Ernest Willer, who I yeah. really like as well as a defensive lineman, but to answer your question, you, you take a look at Ellison. Uh, he's a plug and play guy, you know, first year he can come in. He's got that, uh, you know, he's got that attitude. He's got the knowledge. He's got the physical uh, uh, skills. And plus he's, um, you know, from, from a, you uh, maturity standpoint you know he's not your regular 17 18 year old kid that's going to come in he's he's been around it played at a high level and i think that's something to do with img because you know when you know when kids are in high school 15 16 17 you know they're they're at home they're being able to be with mom and dad but here's kids that you know have been away it's like a you know it's a sleepaway school it's not like mm-hmm. something that you're you know so you kind of take responsibility for yourself when you're like 16 or 17 which normal high school kids don't do so i think when you throw in their athletic ability and their overall maturity uh, you got two guys that uh, there's a reason why every college in the country are on it.
0: Uh, i love it well said as always by larry bluestein uh blue let us know when your next show is going to be on WQAM and, and what you expect uh, we could find. Uh-oh, because all, all these playoff games. Yeah, yeah luck, well, huh?
1: I was kind of rooting for the Heat to win last night because that would have, <laughs> been, sure we would have been on Monday, but uh, uh, I think they're going to make a little bit more of it. Uh, hopefully they can win their next game and then we'll be on Monday next week. If not, uh, they'll have a game seven on yeah. um, next Monday. So let's cross our fingers. But I think after this week, after this next week, we'll be on for the next three months every monday six to eight other than maybe memorial day but uh, other than that uh we've we're now we're in the mode where we're having a lot of gas we had uh Uh, coach uh, Narduzzi from Pittsburgh the other night. And we're just going to, you know, we had Mario Cristobal on already. We're going to have coach Norvell from FSU coming up, uh, you know, as well as some of the other uh, college coaches, uh, coach Satterfield from the university of Cincinnati uh, coach Brom from Louisville. We'll get a good look at a lot of the ACC teams and, and, and fans for Miami could listen in to just see who the opponents uh, you know, what they have coming to the table. So I'm excited about it. It's a great show great listen seven different interviews every week so you know i mean it's not like you're tied in if there's one person you want to hear you can pick it up and uh, listen to them at any time
0: it's a tremendous show blue does an awesome job and make sure you follow him on twitter at larry Bluestein. make sure you follow our show at locked on canes if you follow us we will follow you back Make sure to, uh, to check out the link to our subtext SMS community. We include that in the show description below. And we'll talk to you guys again next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.